Good day, buffet. Sorry to keep you waiting. Your table is ready for how you can eat. A weekly comeback of K-pop music commentary. My name is Chuck, and I am one of the co-leaders of this show. Each week, we take a brand new release and let you know what we think about it. But before we get to that, I've got to introduce you to the other leaders of the group. If you want to be my brother, oh no, you got to get with one of my best friends. You can try to bribe him with any of your dollar dollar bills you have. Just know that he'll donate all of it to Cherry Tea. <laughs> it <laughs> it's Z Allen Mark. Uh, hello. <laughs> It's me. Is it better if I just don't do the puns? No, you have to do them. <laughs> That's why true. would you? You're right. You're right. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> oh, why? Why would I even uh, pose that question? I know, man. You're right. So, I'm so sorry. I, sh- I shouldn't have done that. It's okay. How are you doing? Uh, I'm good. I'm tired, but I'm good. <laughs> so <we laughs> I like... know you mad. You mad. You mad rushed to get home yeah. to record this uh, podcast. I know we had a. If a... only one of if only one of us didn't live in the East Coast and could stay up forever. <laughs> No, it's all but good. We we try we try to be considerate. It's kind of nice because then we get to knock this recording out. Um, yeah. our, our our other co leader uh, like records this and then passes out probably. Yeah. Um. So, but we we get to start our dinner. We yeah. get to start our nights. So oh, but I do nice. want to say, may the seventh be with you. <laughs> this is coming on the seventh, right? <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. Wait. Five. Six. Yes. Okay. May the seventh be with you. And also with you. <laughs> nope. Consubstantial nope, I guess, with I guess not. all you can eat. <laughs> all right. And rounding out the big three is the one that hails from NYC. If you were to ask if he could tell you which elementary school he went to, he would probably reply, that's a no-no. <laughs> but he's not shy enough to tell you his favorite animal it's Z Steven. How are you? What is your favorite animal? Favorite animal? Uh, I go with the blue whale. Nice. Oh, nice. any any reason why? I like how they can just swim around, and then when they open their mouth, that's eating for them. They just it's like <laughs> low effort. <clears throat> you know, I there. I, I know a lot about you, but I never knew that, and I'm so happy because that response, that reasoning as to why the blue whale is your favorite, is yeah. such a perfect Stephen response. So, that, well, welcome, welcome to the show. How are you doing, sir? I'm good. I was just thinking. You know, I think one way you could see a whale is if you surf, <laughs> which is nice. nice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. Nice. It, if it's if it's good, summer, good of course, man. Yeah, wouldn't one. it be so nice just to swim and eat so leisurely? Just wanna <laughs> be a blue whale. Yeah, it's not icy out, and yeah. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, uh, I would do that for I don't know, probably twenty four hours. Yeah. But if it was icy, I'd want to be a narwhal. <laughs> they're they're like the unicorns of the sea, right? Technically, they're the I mean, unicorns. They are, of they're their real. Life. Yeah, they're real creatures. Right? So, yeah. I believe them. I believe that they're real. <laughs> they All are. Right. Well, <laughs> well, they're they're real here, and they they're not real here yet. I haven't seen them Ooh. yet. So, as long as I see them, narwhals are very shy. Actually, <laughs> yeah. oh okay, 
as opposed to Steven, who's not shy. Mm. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, as um, as I'm sure a lot of Alaskan poachers like to say, shoot! Exclamation point. Oh boy. Yep. Yep. We went. We went with a poaching joke. Don't poach rare animals, people. Please, please don't. Especially for their horns. Don't do it. This isn't the wild, wild west. All right, I digress. Let's let's move well, on. But what let's if they want on. it? <laughs> okay, no, <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I, I can't speak on behalf of y'all. Are you kidding me, <laughs> Steven, You got one. Uh, I I don't give a what. <laughs> <laughs> can't we all just play tennis? Okay, come on. But there's, oh, I'm sure they're sorry, not sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, it's all, it's the almost summer, so uh, I don't know. I'm just trying to pull pull song titles down. Okay. Well, good to have you two back for another round, another helping of how you can eat. We got a fun one today. Um, but before we do that, I gotta uh, throw it to one of our co-leaders, who's going to uh, let us know what has come out this week. So. We're going to let you know all about it in our segment, Stephen's Specials of the Week. All right. So, yes, with this segment, you can always trust me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but for this week, really, I have another set of five, uh, but really just looking at two days worth of releases. So starting on Monday, where there are four that I want to mention. Uh, first off is a three-member boy group called Classmate, who's released a single album called Our Moment uh, with the title track of the same name. So they are a three-member group who debuted in 2017 under HF Music Company, a subsidiary of Dreamcatcher Company. So they're kind of related to uh, Dreamcatcher. But this song is, it's more of like a ballad, uh, but it's like around three minutes, but the video is around seven minutes long. And there's like dialogue in it. And so there's a whole story to it. But uh, I didn't really know who these guys were, but I'm glad they have a comeback. Um, so same day, another boy group uh, highlight is out with a mini album called The Blowing with title track Not The End. This is their third mini album as, as highlight. Uh, and... The credits do have uh, include members Dowoon and Gikwong uh, in lyrics and uh, composing. But one track I, I looked at in particular was on uh, the song Disconnected, which includes songwriters Vincenzo and uh, some people or some songwriters from the, the Hub group, including Charlotte Wilson, who wrote, co-wrote Not Shy. Uh, so yeah, highlight that that's a big, big release. Uh, same day, uh, just the third one from Monday, John Park released a single called Daydreaming. I listened to it today and it's like arrestingly gorgeous. And oh. he wrote the song. I, I, it's, it's all in English. Uh, just like go watch the video and like, it, it's really, really nice. Uh, yeah, it's it's a really I, I love this song just after hearing it once. I want that to be on the box art for the uh single or whatever. Arrestingly <laughs> gorgeous. I just want like that. I stopped and was like just had to pay attention. Man. Um, but go go I, check that out. 
I loved his debut, so but I've fallen off on his stuff since. So I need to get back to it. Yeah, the vid the video is very impressive. It's a lyric video, but like it's just a, a like a lot of paintings, and it's just like, it's pretty yeah, a lot of effort seems to have gone onto it. But yeah, <laughs> um, okay. So the fourth from Monday is another. Uh, well, it's a collaboration with with a soloist I like a lot, or I know we all like a lot. Uh, Sumin and Zion T released a single called Cream Pang. Uh, it's their select second collaboration uh, at, following last year's single called Dirty Love. And I just really like Zion T. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so that's Monday. And then we're going to jump all the way to Friday for another soloist. Ailey's back with a, a mini album called Lovin'. With the title tracks Make Up Your Mind and Spring Flower, there are six tracks on this mini album, and it's actually a pre release mini album for a forthcoming third studio album, which I don't think it's been formally released, but like this is a pre release. So, that, mm-hmm. but those, it's already like six tracks. So that's it's great. She's coming out with so much already. Um, some notable producers on this uh, include. Ningxin, uh, Ear Attack, some people we hear have heard of before, um, Cassiopeia and Ellen Berg. Uh, speaking of them, congrats to them for reaching 200 million on the, one of their songs, uh, Peekaboo, for Red Velvet's Peekaboo. Mm, wow. Um, and Ailey did write lyrics on all of these songs. So I am always excited for her too. But uh, yeah, those are the specials of the week. Thanks, Stephen. Those are those sound super yummy. Um, are we doing any of those for an episode? Can we get like a? <laughs> we need to discuss you, you it. To say, maybe. <laughs> yeah, we, you don't have to say. But uh, um, okay, we haven't discussed it yet. But no, it sounds haven't. like we should. <laughs> sounds like we should. <laughs> okay, cool. Now it's time for our very own Encyclopedia Pink to give the rundown on this week's episode. So I'm going to throw it to him, give us the groundwork, and so that we can uh, go and talk all about this awesome, awesome group. All right. Take it away. Yes. Hi, everyone. It's me, Alan Mark. (laughs) So just get right into it. So today we are discussing the latest release from the group Itzy or Itzy. All right. Yeah, so just get right into this quick about. So Itzy is a five-member girl group managed by JYP Entertainment, consisting of members Yeji, the leader, uh, Leah, Ryujin, Cheryong, and Yuna. Uh, Pre-debut, some of the members were featured on various shows. So um, Yeji was on the SBS show The Fan back in 2018. Uh, I don't know too much about that show, but I saw she was on that. Uh, in 2017, Ryujin was on the show Mix 9, which I've mentioned several times at this point. Uh, <laughs> and it was with CIX, Dreamcatcher, Purple Kiss, and ATs at this point. Um, yeah, a quick note here. She placed first overall amongst all the women, um, but they ultimately lost to the boy team. Um, but it didn't matter because no one debuted from that show. <laughs> or at least <laughs> no, the winners that, yeah, the groups that were formed didn't debut in that show. Uh, also note here, since I don't think I mentioned it on their episode, 
the girl that placed fourth overall for the for the women, Jun Hee Jin of Luna. So yeah, so imagine uh, a group. Luna. Yeah, Stan Luna. Imagine a group with both <laughs> Ryujin and Hee Jin in it though. And um, I think they're also close to Hyunjin. Hyunjin well, too. Hyunjin, yeah. Yeah. Hyunjin was also on the in that oh, show, and she did many, pretty well too. Be, so yeah. Too many Jins. Yeah. Ryujin's close to both of them. But yeah, imagine a group with Ryujin and Hyunjin. I yeah. did with, oh, with Seesaw. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. And then in 2013, Cheryong, along with her older sister Cheyeon and uh, Lee Cheyin, were contestants together on K-pop Star Three. I think they were in a. They created a group together called the the Chase Sisters, I believe. Um, yeah. Then after joining JYP Entertainment, both um, Cheryong and Cheyeon would be on the survival show 16 that ultimately gave us twice. Neither of them made it. Um, but yeah, but Cheryong would end up staying with JYP. Cheyeon would end up leaving JYP. And then Che In, that was with them in K pop Star 3, is now in Purple Kiss. So, yeah. Oh, thank God. Okay. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then we know Che On also from Eyes One as well. Um, and then also Yeji, Ryujin, Cheryong, and Yuna would also appear on the show Stray Kids as the project group, the girl project group against their fellow JYP trainees. Uh, I believe Leah, I think, was still with SM Entertainment at the time. So that's why she wasn't there. Um, But yeah, that's all pre-debut stuff out of the way. Then on February 12th, 2019, ITZY would officially debut with the single album It's Different. (laughs) And the lead (laughs) single Dala Dala, uh, meaning different or different in Korean, establishing a concept that they are unique and would promote their own self-confidence to girls everywhere. Uh, nine days after the debut, Itzy would receive their first music show win for Dala Dala on M Countdown. So, a nice quick little uh, turnaround for first first win, uh, and that's a fun one if you watch that again because uh, you see the girls from uh, Dreamcatcher congratulate Ryujin after since they were all on Mix Nine together. Um, yeah, so that was very nice. Uh, then on July 29th of the same year, Itzy would have their first comeback with "It's Icy" and the lead single "Icy." Um, at the end of 2019, ITZY would be recognized uh, with several awards, such as Best New Female Artist at both the Mellon Music Awards and the Mnet Asian Music Awards, as well as Rookie of the Year at the Golden Disc Awards. And then they would return for what you could argue as their biggest year yet in 2020 with the EPs It's Me and Not Shy, led by the singles Wannabe and Not Shy, uh, both songs giving them a total of 13 music show wins during that year. Um, then Itzy would finally make a 2021 comeback after eight months with the EP Guess Who, led with the single In the Morning uh, or Mapia In the Morning that was released on uh, April 30th, 2021. And that's the, that's the mini album that we will be discussing today. Awesome. Sweet. Okay. Cool. How many more words can I say to segue <laughs> us into our actual discussion? Uh, are you guys Itzy fans? Yeah, I I like them a lot. Um, yeah, I'd I mean, say so too. Me too. Yeah, probably like Not sh- Shy was where I really like them. I, I mean, Wannabe was great, but something about Not Shy, it's just so good. Yeah. 
Yeah. I followed them from their debut because I was like, oh, JYP is coming out with a new girl group. Mm-hmm. I think since, yeah, the first one since twice. But it's nice seeing like a smaller uh, girl group together. Uh, like since a group of five, like the Wonder Girls. So I was curious how it was going to be. And it was really cool. Um, I really loved Icy, which I think is actually not a common opinion. <laughs> At least from what, what I see. But um <laughs> <laughs> that was an accident. <laughs> um, but also, um, I also it, really it. love, I, I love Not Shy. So I think I mentioned that during our awards episode. So. I I did. So I always wondered, um, and I did not look into this, uh, but ever since it came out, I always wondered if it was like uh, JYP's kind of like response to Blackpink. Um, mm. with them, uh, I guess, kind of blowing up. Because um, we'll, we'll, I'll get into that, those kind of notes uh, as we kind of talk about this album. But I, it always it always appeared to me that they were trying to do, not like, you know, copy Blackpink, but have their own version of Blackpink. Because I, I don't remember what groups were out at the time from JYP um, to kind of cater to the the anthem style um yeah. or like you know like the the badass girl kind of group because you had twice who was like you know really cutesy and like yeah that was um, really like the idol group that like was really the, repl- yeah so you know it for me it always felt like that but um i i think over the years it's he's kind of branched away from that thought for me and like i don't really consider them i mean I don't know about this album. This album really made me think that they were Blackpink. But um, overall, I think ITZY's kind of developed their own kind of personality. Still kind of, you know, uh, catering to that whole badass chick kind of vibe. But um, definitely does not give me Blackpink vibes as much anymore. And so I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy about that. So. Yeah. But then again, I will talk about this album, which will uh, I'll probably bring up that note again. But yeah, you guys want to talk about Guess Who? Yeah, let's do that's it. That's what I'm here for. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot. That's what we're here for. Okay, cool. So Guess Who EP released April 29th was it or 29th? 30th, depending on what's up. I know. I said 30th. Was it 29th? Well, um, uh, some, yeah, yeah. I think, I guess it depends when, when, when it got. I think in America it was the 29th, right? And then the 30th is in Korea. Mm. Who knows? I'm not sure. I'm just going mm. with, what, uh, with, my, with what my Apple Music tells me, which they probably got it wrong. Um, anyway. Well, actually, I want to I double check that because they're usually out on Fridays, right? Yeah. It's, okay. I feel it doesn't, it's like various days now. When You're I, right. When, Steven uh, just said a bunch of out like releases oh, that came I, out throughout I'm the week. I'm checking my sheet. I said it was the 30th last week, so let's okay, good. stick there with that. Okay. Well, sticking to the 30th. Okay. So 30th. Um, six tracks. Six. Uh, I would say banger of tracks. Well, maybe except for the last track. Um, but let's just start off with the lead single. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, well, bang, banger in the in term, sense that we'll get to it. We'll, in terms we'll of like anthem. It. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> In terms of yeah, yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not Stevens no, in my faces. <laughs> no, 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 no judgment yet on the last track. Okay, but I'm just saying okay. the 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 first five tracks were for sure anthem tracks, which 
I think is a great way to um, um, a great way to describe this um, describe this album. And so I think it's it's only fitting that the first track is our first. Sorry, the lead single is our first track entitled "In the Morning." Um, okay, I I'm curious. I I kind of want to let me start with you, Stephen. I I, I want to know. Um, I guess your thoughts on this song and if it kind of fits as a lead single or gen- just general Shit, general uh, feelings about this song. Yeah, I I think it definitely fits as a lead single. Uh, I think okay. I, when I first heard the title or like the full title, Mafia in the Morning, I was very curious because it was a bit. It was. It seemed weird to me, but I just, just. But knowing that the game, my first thought went to the game that is so popular in K-pop these days. Um, and then I heard the song and watched the video. My first thoughts there were pretty similar to what I was feeling about '80s's fireworks. Like it was. This feels like I've heard it, it before, but then I kept listening to it and like. It just grew on me a lot, and I, I think where I thought the chorus was kind of, I don't know, like rote and uninteresting, just because mm-hmm. they're saying a lot of those, like still, just like I don't know, the sound words like ding 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 ding, <laughs> like yeah, uh, I, I don't know, it just became really catchy and like just like the way I can't control when I hear wannabe, like my my shoulders just start moving. <laughs> <laughs> but like I don't know something also just really fun and, and easy and, and great like just great about this I I, I think uh, for me I I also was in the same boat because I, I I do have slight if we talk about retro fatigue I do have a little bit of anthem fatigue. Um, because I can only go hard so many times in a day um, before I get I get tired and I need to go take a nap. But I I think we we it's been a while since we've covered um, kind of like a girl group with these kind of anthem tracks, these these stadium tracks, and it I, I had to like put that aside and then just kind of start listening to it as. Um, I just just start listening to the song itself and I, I started picking out moments that I did enjoy and then overall did really like uh, the song um, as a whole because um, at first that the, the the very first like instrument that weird like yeah like the thing 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 like whatever that is um, that was like I was like Ugh, I don't know if I want to listen to that the whole song and then once I kind of hearing the rest of the song I realize it helps add on to kind of the attitude that they're trying to convey in the song and then it kind of gave me that stank face and I was like oh, okay I'm having this weird face because that was an intentional sound and then that kind of once I went back and listened to the song over and over again I realized like okay this is the, the mood that they're trying to carry throughout the whole song and uh, I'm here for it um I thought the bass was hitting very hard in certain parts, which is really great. And um, I don't know, I, 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 did, I thought it was cheesy at first, like you're saying it was road, but 
I started liking that whole mafia chorus line. Like, I don't know. It just felt I, I had no idea why they were saying the word mafia. Um, I probably should find the translations for the song itself. Mm-hmm. But oh, um, I have notes I don't know. on that. It's just so, okay, good. It was just so catchy. Just hearing the way they were saying mafia in like three different ways, and um, yeah, I, I, yeah. What about you, Elmer? Yeah, I mean, I think I'm aligned with both of you. How like it did take some time to grow on me, um, but I think I do enjoy it now. But not without still like some. Uh, criticisms, I guess, because like you mentioned, the um, that sort of fatigue for anthem types. It's like, yeah, I was sort of surprised and I think at first disappointed that we saw like that it's another all black leather girl crush kind of concept that I feel like is pretty common now with uh, girl groups. Um, but it isn't to say that this isn't like a really good version of that. Yeah. So that's why I don't like I don't hate it still. It's just like I'm so used to like they're more colorful but still edgy and tough kind of uh, concept that's very them. But this is the first one that didn't that was less of like this is who we are is itsy and more like I feel like the concept was the larger performer than it, than the actual like identity of the of the group, um, which isn't bad. It's just you know another performance style. Um, but uh, some of the like some critical comments that I have seen of this song like mostly coming from Korea. A lot of people were like spamming JYP stuff about it, blaming him. Oh. But um, some of it's like yeah. there's one in particular that mentioned how corny the lyrics were. So that's why I looked it up, and it kind of is because it's so it's such a direct reference to the mafia game about how like um, I don't know how oh, yeah. popular the game fully is in like amongst non <laughs> amongst non idols and stuff, but. So it's like it mentions how going from sundown to sun up, and then you'll see like oh, it's it's so direct oh, that it's God. like no, no, yeah, it is very <laughs> yeah, it is very corny and cheesy in that way, and like it gave me the same feeling of like when I first saw the song title of a song of ice and fire, my only one, or <laughs> yeah. a song of uh, of ice and fire um, for the first time. So yeah, it's just like those illusions are a little bit, but like. I mean, I had to listen to the song so I could get used to it for this episode. And, like, I still really like it, even though I do feel like the chorus doesn't feel big enough for what the song was trying to do. Um, it doesn't have, like, that boom you expect from a bombastic-sounding song. But I really like Leah and Cheryang. I think they both sound really great in this. Um, the vocal lines really suit their ranges really well. There's, like, there's not a lot of strange in the, strain in the higher end. Um Chuck, you mentioned that uh, that synth that you were first like annoyed of in the beginning, but um, I like I just like it how it sets the mood because it does feel sneaky, which mm-hmm. is what I mean. Of course, they're trying to uh, convey since it is a song about the mafia game, um, and I think um, Yuna really shines in this song. Um, I thought she was a, a big standout, um, and also this is one of the best line distributions that like I've seen. It's I, very yeah, even, so yeah. um, that was really yeah. nice to see. I really liked the like Ryujin and I think it was Ryujin, Yuna and Yeji doing most of the rap parts. Yeah. Like especially in the the intro, I, I liked that rhythm a lot. And then I was happy that it that was just like the verse and we mm-hmm. came back in, in for the second time when yeah, so like Ryujin starting it was a great way uh to set the tone too. Yeah. 
I was surprised that uh, there weren't like vocal lines for Yeji, really. It was all yeah. Leah and Cheryong. Because she has a really good singing voice too. Uh, but I guess they really want to stick to more of a, a rap heavy, like some rap heavy songs. Yeah. I, I, th- I wanted, I, I, I kind of, sorry. I, I was going to say, I thought the bridge was like, I, I kind of really enjoyed the bridge, but I thought it was mm-hmm. just way too short. I don't even know if I can call it a bridge because I think it yeah. was only like no, I two measures or th- like three measures. Like th- they didn't give me enough time to change pace um, to like kind of reset myself. And then I, I was I was really digging the bridge and then like mm-hmm. just brought you back to the mafia part of the chorus. I guess they, I don't know. Yeah, no, um, I agree. That was something I, I, I thought I could have used more of. Yeah, no, I. Um, that's where I especially wise. really liked how Leah sounded. Um, mm. I feel like her lower range is surprisingly really nice to hear. Like, she adds cool mm-hmm. texture there. One yeah. thing I liked a lot about the bridge, I get. I'm wondering if Koreans actually found it corny, but where they go, they say ma, pi, uh, and then after each thing, they'll say a line starting with that syllable. So it's like it's the acrostic poem that. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, like it ties in those two things that are like the K-pop groups always have to do on a mm-hmm. show, like mafia and an acrostic poem. So it feels like a familiar thing for all like fans, uh, and just kind of two games that they are used to playing. So that was one thing I really liked. Um, but I was worried about the concept of mafia at this point. Like, does it jump the shark here? Mm, yeah. <laughs> to me. I don't know, because it, for it to become like the concept for a song, it, it that seems like, I don't know, if it was someone did that here, it would seem really, it would seem like you can't do it anymore. Or it loses yeah, its taste. cool. Or, no, I see. But uh, yeah, I guess, I don't know. I would still want to see groups play it because it's always a fun thing to see. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like I like I the dance no, mafia v- uh, videos that people do sometimes. Yeah. Like that's fun. I had no idea this song was about the game mafia, <laughs> and it just makes so much more sense. Now. <laughs> Especially if we talk about the music video, like it's just like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you do you guys find any like notes as to why they wanted to create? I mean, I know it's like an uber popular game to play for like variety shows or like YouTube channels or anything like that, but. Was that the purpose of this uh, song, or like the fact that they wanted to? Is there are there other games that are <laughs> I, I'm missing with all the other songs, or they just thought like that would be a fun song think, to do? I think they just wanted to try to be cl- like wanted to yeah. be clever, or just yeah. like want to build some sort of concept from this. I don't know. It's interesting. Also, like, yeah, I don't know. I don't <laughs> know what JYP is thinking. I know. Who knows what that man is thinking? <laughs> I know. Uh, I I watched the I watched the concert of his um in uh on YouTube and Which one? Oh no. Just uh probably I don't know which one. Okay. It might have been like the most recent one. Okay. But it's just so funny how um how JYP is so JYP even <laughs> even to this day. He's and it's just yeah. like <laughs> JYP. JYP. Um but yeah, he was just playing all the hit, all the great hits that he wrote for all these groups and everything like that. Oh. So I'm pretty sure he's like super proud of this song and like really because I, I think I wrote down he wrote 
He wrote the song. Yeah. Yeah. He's a co-writer. Um, so he co-writes yeah, most super- singles for his uh, idol groups. It makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. He he knows what he, I mean. He's been in the game for like twenty-one years. Just no. Ten. Twenty-five years. There you go. So he knows a thing or two too. Okay. Um, Asian before soul. we. Move- <laughs> did we, before we move to the uh, music video, do you have anything else to say musically about the song? Oh, well, actually, uh, I, I'm just wondering, like, if someone is in a few years from now, they're like catching up on K-pop and they see this, like, will they know what it's referencing? Or, oh, like, man. Unless, yeah, I mean, yeah. 17's never going to uh, stop playing right. Mafia, so I'll, yeah. they're, they're probably not. <laughs> Yeah, I guess. I mean, so. I've, I've been. I mean, we've been playing Mafia and whatever. I mean, for me, for us, I feel like Werewolf is the game that we play. Like, I barely play Mafia anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. it's. I feel like we're we're always playing like whatever that Werewolf game. Yeah, is One called. Night Werewolf. One Night Werewolf. Like that's our version of Mafia. Like I, nobody's ever like, hey, who wants to play? You want to play a drinking game? Or play or you want to play Mafia or something? Like, I don't know. It's just, it seems like it's more fun to, it's more fun to be uh, villagers and werewolves. Well, we're, we're too busy playing golf with your friends. (laughs) (laughs) Golf with, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, we'll make a song about that (laughs) Uh, in the future. That'll be our theme song. Put, 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 put. (laughs) Beef. Pop, pop, or, or, I don't know. <laughs> okay, okay, sorry. All right, let's move on to the music video. Um, I I want to point out, I want to start off by talking about the editing. I thought this was such a great edited music video. I saw some cuts and some transitions and some dissolves and pop-ins that I don't think I've ever really seen in a music video before. And I thought that was really cool, especially with some of the uh, um, choreography where it'd just be one person in the, like the, the, the center, uh, center standing person. And then all of a sudden they would just pop up, like as the cameras like mm-hmm. pulling out, they would pop in the rest of the, uh, the crew. I thought those were like some awesome, awesome editing, um, uh, editing techniques, and that's all I really want to say about that. Now let's get let's get to the nitty gritty. No, of this, I'm uh, I'm curious if they got the same director that did Stray Kids' music videos last year, because it has sort oh, of oh, you think so? Yeah, maybe it's similar effects. I feel like like them and also the Got Seven music videos. They have sort of the mm. same feel editing wise. I'm curious. I don't know the answer for sure, but we'll we'll do a double check. Yeah, right? if if you're listening to this, uh, let us know if uh, that's the case. But I. I I was um, immediately like amazed as or to that uh, edit direct directing and editing style. I thought that was like really cool. Um, and then and then I started watching the music video, and I was kind of like, okay, I I think I get it. now that you're saying the mafia stuff. I I guess I get what's happening in the music video. I was so confused for up until the the recording of this podcast. I was like, mm-hmm. okay. Um, I guess every, like they have like seven different outfits because I'm used to Itzy being like brightly like bright colors, mm-hmm. sunlight. Um, uh, what else? Uh, or I guess um, so. It's just really, 
really interesting to see Itzy kind of take this more darker tone with their uh, music video. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, I, um, I don't know. Uh, I'll okay. Let me let me throw it to you, Alan Mark. Um, what was there anything that you uh, immediately liked about this music video? Um, let's see. Uh, I mean, the transitions were probably my biggest thing as a surprise. Like the, um, like the the one particular that I really liked was when it was Ryujin's second verse, and then she did the little rectangle with her hands. Yep, and it was still um, that was her great. face, and like you couldn't really notice any cut with where her face was, but the outfit switch for all the members, which is really cool. Um, I liked that a lot. But other than that, um, I actually think this is one of my even if the Song-wise, it's not one of my favorite singles. I think the choreography is probably one of my favorite choreographies they've mm, done. Yes. I really enjoy yeah. it, um, especially watching um, the dance practices. I think the performance video just came out. We're recording this on Wednesday, so it came out today. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed that. There's some really cool stuff going there. Like the... Uh, oh, there's... In Yeji's second verse, Choryoung does like these hits when she does some steps just over to the to the right, which is super cool. And the star sequence as well, when they like sort of connect to each other during the bridge, um, I thought was really like, was a nice touch too. Um, yeah. I mean, I have other notes, but how about to you, Steven? Uh, yeah. I, I also noted the transitions, especially that one where they like, where they're in that tunnel and then they like jump forward. That, that one. one's so cool. Um, yeah. But I think one of the things I noted, uh, I really like Leah's style, like the styling for her in this video, yeah. like her, that really colorful dress that she had on in the, the room with all the plants, that all favorite. gold fit was cool. And then like the, the black leather one in that she has in the bridge that I really like that. Um, so like, I think th- her styling in particular stood out, uh, but which is funny overall, because I feel like her styling generally is the worst at in the past. Yeah, I've never been the biggest fan of how they styled her, but um, they, I think this one was really they did a really yeah. good job for Leah. Otherwise, i I watch I did watch the performance video today, and I did I really like that too. Uh, and it, I'm glad that some of those shots were also in the actual MV too. The Alan Mark, you're talking about the choreo. I wanted to specifically point out the finger gun choreo that whatever they had. I thought those were like, yeah, those are so cool. Just mm-hmm. the way they were, um, um, kind of doing. I don't know. You you can't see these uh, listeners, but uh, they're they're doing all sorts of like. It almost feels feels like they're doing not really tutting, but just all these kind of, um formations with their hands it's just it was just so cool and i I, especially that's what i'm saying that i think that's what helped the mafia part of the chorus for me is like i associated then the choreo to the song and that it Mm. just felt really really cool um and uh yeah i i that was that was awesome um i know you also mentioned alan mark like they taught they had a bunch of um, black outfits, the similar black outfits to what we've seen mm-hmm. with other uh, groups and everything. But um, for me, I actually really enjoyed these outfits. I, I know they aren't like the the most elaborate of clothing, but I think it was kind of refreshing for me just to see Itzy in 
I, I know I said I'm used to them in color and everything. For me, it was just really fun to see them carry more of like a femme fatale kind of vibe to them. And some of the some of the cuts and like the outfits were like really cool. It reminded me of uh, the only one of outfits, like just mm. just like really unique. And I, I haven't seen um, outfit or you know, it just seems like a very u- unique. Uh, piece of clothing um, for some of these uh, for some of the people I, I, I don't know specifically who, who I'm thinking of but yeah. yeah lots of like triangular cuts mm-hmm. for like this, the sides and yeah. um, some fun shoulder pad action yeah, um, it's, so I, cool. I didn't dislike the black outfits. It's just <laughs> oh, sorry, seen, sorry, sorry. We've just seen it oh, a lot. Okay, my bad. Like Everglow's body dial was like all mm-hmm. black leather stuff. You see it with black pink. It's like it's it's common. That's that's really what was my note. But yeah. I, I mean the the out like those outfits are still really cool. I um, particularly loved Ryujin's and Yuna's. Um, mm. Particularly, I I really love outfits with like strong shoulder pads. Um, oh yeah, so, me too. And I also liked Ryujin's wasn't. Like I think the only leather she had was probably her boots, but otherwise it was mm. more of a soft, um, a soft uh, cloth that they used, and like the the yeah the silhouette of like the cut of that of that crop was was cool too with the little points that were coming out from the front and the back. So um, yeah, that like although I think in general the outfits are really good. Um, another one I also want to point out. Uh, while we're still talking about clothes, is uh, Cho Ryong's suit and her oh, red yeah. outfit. I loved both oh, of those was as well. Um, yeah, the like, yeah. the longer coat for the suit, and she always remember. gets the best outfits. I feel like Cho Ryong, and yeah, she just gets she 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 gets a lot of like solo moments in the music videos, and mm-hmm. like I, I just feel like they always give her some really iconic outfits. Like I I always know like okay, this is her moment in the music video, and so. Yeah, to see it in this one, I was like, "Oh yeah, that makes sense." Yeah, um, but no, go ahead. Sorry. No, that was that was it. I think that's all my clothes notes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought about you, Stephen, when they they had they had a transition where they were wearing the black outfits and they were dancing in front of flames. Anytime I see flames now, I just think about you um, because I was like, I forget which uh, group we were covering, <laughs> but I remember you, uh, Alan Mark, or you mentioned like how. There was this one part in the music video that you really enjoyed, and then Alan Mark was like, "Oh, was it the fire part or the flame part? <laughs> Who was it? Was it was that eighties again? Because because that's where Sam no, was wearing know. the crop top in front of a, fi- a tree on fire. Yeah, no, 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 no. We oh, did this a, last year. It was last, last year. year. Oh, last year. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, oh. It was NCT. In the, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's what I figured. yeah, yeah. The B boy portion, right? Yeah, yeah. The the black sheep portion. That's right. Yes. So yeah, every time I see dancing in front of a flame, I think about okay. Stephen, and so um, I I really enjoyed that part, and um, I thought about you at the same time. So uh, get a win win. Oh, I thought of. So. I just I just read my notes and have one more styling note, but it's not okay. a good one. <laughs> oh, all right, cool. Um, too many zippers? No. No. Too many chains. Uh, uh, whoever did the hair. When they added those like silver extensions into Ryujin's hair, but did not put any effort into trying to blend it in so that it Ooh. looks like it's not part of her hair. I think it's when she's wearing the they're wearing the white outfits. The yeah, it's just like a streak right in the middle oh. of her, the top of her head. It was not done well. Uh. So 
whoever style whoever did the styling there watch that now please do better <laughs> but to make up for it and say something positive i really liked her cropped cow like cow print suit i liked that one a lot oh yeah <laughs> i like that one too yep oh i see it <laughs> yeah like you could see like where it hit like where the extension comes from right at the the part in her hair it's like put at least a, even a little bit more effort in blending. Right. But also that's like an issue a lot in, in K-pop, just not blending extensions in enough. Mm. Uh, yeah. So. Cool. Um, anybody, anything else you guys want to say about the music video? Okay. Uh, there are a lot of swords, right. a lot of books. Oh, yeah. There were a lot of swords. <laughs> a lot of plants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Out of nowhere, but. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I was. I I guess they were trying to go for like a both an Art Deco, like a nineteen yeah. twenties gangster vibe. Yeah, yeah, with, like with Scarface um, kind of. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess when they were trying to do the mafia p- yeah. portion, but though I would have, um, I would like to live in that greenhouse library I type room. That in one the is beginning. great. Yes, I would like to live yeah. there. Yeah, though it kind of reminded yeah. me of uh, NCT Seven Sense when like I think Ten is in that room with a bunch of plants in it. Mm. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I, I just love I love any greenery that they show in music, yeah. in these music videos. It just seems like a perfect like utopia, yeah. like some natural just, color. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. All right. Oh, uh, okay. I feel like we I, haven't I, talked oh, about okay, her a lot too, but Yeji also looked nice and cool in this music video. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I feel like we yeah, talked about everyone yeah. else, but Yeji, yeah, yeah. of course, always looking. Give cool. you a shout out. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, uh, wait, was Yeji the one who was doing like the this over there? That was Yuna. Was that, that was Yuna. Oh, damn it. No, I know. Stupid. I, Yuna, I think this is Yuna's comeback. Like, she it absolutely was. killed she was it. So, oh, man. She was, she was so, so cool. In this one. So cool. And you're gonna love me. Oh, man. Oh, so good. Okay. Um, okay. Sorry. <laughs> we, we, <laughs> clearly, we, we very much enjoy outfits and choreo. And editing techniques with, <laughs> um, with the with these songs, um, got, but gotta mention the mise en scène, <laughs> right? <laughs> All right. Well, I'm they sure they had the crown, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, I think they end every song with some sort of crown thing, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, that's song number one down, <laughs> or a song. One down. I don't know. Um, let's move on to track number two. Sorry, not sorry. Um, we get into a little... I mean, we kind of continue with this anthem vibe. Um, we... we. I was telling you, like, a lot of this album very much carries a very big sound along with a lot of the songs. And then I think for Sorry, Not Sorry, this... I don't know what the inspiration was for this, but I guess we're we're gonna just kind of go into like some sort of country mode now. I mean, it's weird because we have another song later on that kind of takes us more into like a wilder west vibe. But for this one, um, Stephen, uh, what kind of guitar? What kind of <laughs> instrument are we dealing with here? Yeah, that's a good question because uh, that was I was trying to figure it out because it did sound like. It was you. You were you were hearing someone play, like a steel string or like like acoustic exactly. guitar, like a regular yeah. acoustic. But then, it had like maybe an effect on it because like mm-hmm. 
I because it doesn't sound like they were recording uh, like uh, just the acoustic or like an electric acoustic. Mm-hmm. So I I wasn't sure. It sounded like there were maybe two guitars. I I don't know, but I just just was my my question was just like, are there effects on it or like what is this? So I don't know, but. Alan Mark, did you were able to figure this out? <laughs> no, I is, just, or is it like easier than we think? It's probably just. It might be just easier than we it's think. like an electric guitar. <laughs> yeah. Like oh yeah. Oh, no, let me let me replay it from the beginning. But yeah, because I was I was thinking like bluegrass or something like that, like the like just the twang you hear with yeah. uh, that kind of music, and so that's but uh, that's yeah. what I was thinking. It's so was being played. It's so interesting they went with these concepts and the B-sides here because like I feel like they would have fit perfectly with Not Shy's concept as a mm-hmm. whole. So it's like mm. uh, like they have these B-sides that are like a comeback too late. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just interesting. Um, yeah, so I guess I I um okay, let me let me uh, kind of go back. I I I brought up the fact that I was initially comparing Itzy to Blackpink, like they would be JYP's version of Blackpink to kind of capitalize on that market. And like this song was giving me more of that feeling that I had at the very beginning when I heard about Itzy. It just, um, I think for me, it just didn't seem... I don't know. I, it wasn't. I, I did enjoy the the bluegrass country guitar riff. Like that was kind of fun to hear. Like we don't really hear that that often. And um, and and, and oh, often being the the songs we covered uh, for this show. But yeah, there was another. There was just a slight sense of like a formulaic vibe to it. Um, like I I was expect like thinking like okay, this is probably the part of the song where they're gonna like cut out all the instruments and then kind of have it be more dreamy sounding and then i was like okay there it is um and then they'll just bring the guitar back for the uh chorus with you know very similar sounding um uh chorus lines that i've heard in many other songs and so like i i i didn't i didn't hate the song i just felt like i heard it in a way before and so it wasn't Nothing really stood out to me as like um, as uh, different, um, except really the 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 harp or whatever instrument they were using for the pre-chorus mm-hmm. and bridge. I really really enjoyed that. So, um, Stephen, did you did you write a similar note about that? Or yeah, did I, you uh, I point down. that out? Yeah, uh, the pre-chorus sections were the ones I think I enjoyed the most, just with yeah. that harp instrument and the sort of. It kind of sounded like hand drums to me uh, in that section, like mm-hmm. uh, where the pitch kind of changes a bit. Um, oh yeah, like the is it like the thumb drum? Yeah, like those they, kinds. whatever they call mm, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I think they bring but, it back during yeah. the bridge too. They bring back that right. that instrument, but it like goes into a different chord progression, which was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And then they had this that there was like a new synth sound that they put at the end too which was like a kind of like a whistly thing which is cool yeah oh that uh, ca- yeah that that one i think going back to chuck's comments it reminds me of pretty savage <laughs> oh uh, from blackpink mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah it, like when you hear the song and you can think of a move that you've seen before then you start thinking of the song that that 
um, that move was from. And uh, I think for me, it was the uh, the chorus where uh, I, f- I forget. I'm trying to remember how it goes. But do you know this move? Uh, again, listeners, I'm so sorry. I'm doing a lot of actions. For, You're sorry, uh, not sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, well, I'm definitely sorry. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yes. Sorry. But you know when like people do like this move where they go like, like they kind of do this move. Um, I don't know. I, I probably have to do it better in front of a camera. We need to make this into a gif. Angled. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, when I can start hearing the dance moves, I kind of that's when I kind of realize like, okay, I've heard this song before because that's a that's what I'm associating this song with. And um, yeah, that was that was the song for me. <laughs> it was just like. I wish I could have had more of that, uh, the the whatever the the thumb drum or uh, harp sounds, kind of uh, carry more of the song. But they really, really wanted to have that country bluegrass guitar riff just over and over again. So I was like, okay, I guess I'll move on to the next one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Alan Mark, are, do, what are do you have any? Uh, is there anything about the song that you enjoyed? Or yeah, actually. So it's I think when you mentioned all the, the oh this felt formulaic you could expect what's coming up next, um, I think that actually explains why my initial thought was this song was that I felt this would have been a better girl crush concept lead single than mm-hmm. in the morning honestly because it has more of that power and massiveness in choruses that I'd expect from a main single single. Um, and then I think because the formula like like oh you could expect the the dreamy. I'm floating in the air type of like pre-course bridge to come there because it is more expected. And maybe that's why I feel like it could have been a single, but, and they usually save the more surprising or interesting stuff for B-sides. But um, yeah, but I think because of that, I do actually enjoy listening to this song, maybe even more than in the morning. Um, But yeah, it's such a, like, because it feels such like a call to arms, um, especially with all the, the horns and the choruses and them chanting, I-T-Z-Y, like that, I thought it was like, that's what I'm used to hearing from Itzy, like them mm-hmm. saying, this is who we are. This is what's coming at you. Like it's a, that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, but I mean, it's, it's fine as a, as the main B side. Cause I think during their uh, stage performance for the, for the single, this was the B side that they also performed and there's choreography to this. Uh-huh. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Um, anything else, guys? Shall we? Uh, shall we move on? Sure. All right, let's move on to track number three before we uh, go to our B side. Uh, track number three, entitled "Kidding Me." Um, I didn't really write too many detailed notes about this song. The only thing I wanted to point out was that I thought that this should have been the lead single for this track. Um, I think it it makes sense with the kind of anthemic vibe that I got with this whole album. And for me, this feels like the most um, radio-ready song. Uh, To me, it has a lot of... um, It has a lot of fun moments that sound like it should be played in a loudspeaker even the chorus to me had a lot of textures to it especially with the um 
Um, I don't know what instrument that is, but it just sounded like a. It, it had a lot, a lot of bass dropping, or sorry, not bass dropping. It had a lot of um, um, different sounds from like across the spectrum. I think in in my ears, and it just felt so like li- lively. And um, I think for me, I I thought this sounded the most. Um, I don't think I really can say that I. I've heard anything like this. Maybe if I dig deeper into my my head, I'll find a song that sounds similar. But I think for me, I I enjoyed this more because this this one felt a little bit like it had more um, um, to, to pull a to pull a, um, a word from Steven. Felt cool. Felt re- <laughs> felt, <laughs> felt really cool to me. Um, and I just fe- I was really vibing with this song, and it was just that's why I wrote it. My main note I wrote as um, as how I thought this should be the main anthem, and like I I I <laughs> I for some reason really enjoyed this. Uh, what about you guys? Did you do you have similar thoughts, or what do, what do you think, um, uh, Steven? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, first I should just say uh, I took cool from Wiki Miki, so I can't don't. No, 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 right. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, all right. I didn't say it <laughs> at, at all before they came out with that song, which I do <laughs> really like now. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I was used about to, to like, call you out. I was about to call you out. <laughs> I, I find myself singing it, like, or saying things. Yeah, yeah. but I actually love that song now. Nice. Okay, good. Uh, I, I told you guys I didn't like it before. But yeah, I, I do love to, it now. I was about to call you out, but I'm oh, glad yeah, to hear it. I had to say I, I'm glad. To, I'm glad to hear that because I love that song too. It's, right. Yeah, <laughs> but okay, back to back to Itzy. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, what really stood out to me on this song was the production on it. There was so much to listen to, um, and the the bass in particular. It starts off with like these two kinds of bass. One, I think it's like more growl, and then one is very low almost like a sub bass uh if you don't like not the cheap speakers might not even play that like really low end but i could hear it on my like earbuds and fine so that but i liked how it was really heavy on on the bass and and the drums that was cool and then just so many other other sounds like little percussion fills like reminds me of songs that black eyed pill song does like like uh because they throw in so many little details and Mm -hmm. that's what i was like really paying attention to on this to the point where i forget what the melody was and what the structure was so i think that's what i was just really focusing on uh there were certain things like kind of edme synths at points that don't make it like an EDM song, but then just kind of hear that that little effect. Um, oh, but then okay, one one more thing. Uh, at the beginning of the bridge, there are these Leah sings these two lines, which I think are so good. One of my favorite like vocal moments on the album, and I would love to hear Itzy do a little more of that. Uh, because it, it's kind of like their song, Trust Me, um, which came out recently. But that's a style that I think they can do really well that I feel like it, 
they haven't done so much of. But Leah sounds great on that. Um, and then there's one thing in the end. I will wait. I want to hear what you guys have to say and see if we heard the same thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I do have no, but yeah, I'll get into my notes and we'll see because I'm curious. I have a note about the ending too. But so this song, I hella love this song. I mm. it, it might be my favorite on the album. I don't know yet, but it's definitely up there. Um, like the instrument, y'all mentioned a lot about the arrangement, the instrumental, so I won't go too in-depth. But I love the hollowness they have, but some of the textures they have in there. It sets a really like menacing mood, which is really uh, cool. It's like, because the song's about like, um, like snapping at a dude for like, always like sort of um, not being serious enough around her, like sort of like, mm. um, like, hey, this is not, stop being not cool. <laughs> like that kind of vibe. So I, I like that. It's like the underlying tension that comes from that. Um, but the, like, um, yeah, this song kind of gives you some like whiplash though. Cause like the pre-chorus feels like it's going to be more of a vocal driven song, but then all of a sudden it hits you with that chorus. That's like the, da, 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 like that PVC pipe sounding <laughs> xylophone, <laughs> which was, I, I thought that's such a cool tone. I thought that was a really cool choice. Um, my one real gripe with this song, though, is just a small lyric part in Ryujin's second verse where she says, racks on racks. Uh, and I'm like, mm. uh, that is not, in the context of the lyrics, uh, that is not what that means. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I forgot what it, it's about, like, about like their emotions piling up or something. I'm like, that's <laughs> that's not what that means. <laughs> so that's like one of those like uh, inauthentic like yeah. K-pop things that like I could like is a bother. But everything else about this song I really love, um, especially with the um, the post bridge. I think deserves like I want to see a performance stage for this because I think oh, yeah. that sequence prefer per, uh, deserves a dance break. Which would be so cool. Um, yeah. But yeah. I called it a dance break when I, because mm-hmm. I assumed that they were going it to. It should like, be, right? Yeah. I need to see, I need to see like a stage performance of that. It'd be so cool. Um, but yeah, but regarding the outro or the ending of this song, uh, <laughs> it was really cool that it's very relevant right now because to me, it sounded like a very Mortal Kombat type oh. ending sound to it. I don't know how, what you thought of it, but. <laughs> Just the the sense that they brought. I was like, oh, we're 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 in Mortal Kombat now. <laughs> you know what? I didn't write that down, but I did think that at the same time. Like the very like nineties, uh, like very nineties mm-hmm. techno, like um drum and bass kind of yeah. sound. Um but I, I actually did not have any notes outside of the fact that I loved the crazy ending that it had. Like it it it, it just went all out and it's just like let's end on like such a fast paced like bang um but steven i it's apparently <laughs> the two of us did not put the same note you did um mm. what what did you what did you point out is, that it is worth is worth us laughing over yeah oh this is just uh maybe only i can hear this but in during <laughs> the dance break there's a sound that like it goes up or like a riser and to me, that sounded exactly like a bar train leaving or a station. <laughs> oh, I hear it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, let me hear it now. Let me hear it now. Let me hear it now. <laughs> like, 
Oh man. Maybe like 255 is a good mark yeah, <laughs> to no, hear. That, that's what that sounds like. <laughs> uh, listeners, if you don't know what a bar train sounds like when it's leaving the station, it sounds like. It that's what it sounds like, like, and that's what Steve pointed out. Oh my god! The the one out of three of us that currently does not live in the Bay Area <laughs> yeah. made the the, but, the Bay Area but the one, transit. But the one out of three of us who always took Bart. That's and true. The yeah, other two that's right. Always true. Yeah, you know, you've, you've taken it more than somewhere. us. Yeah, <laughs> I would say yeah. You have you have taken the earliest Bart train and the latest Bart train <laughs> possible in a day. And That's I know true. that for a fact because yeah. you and I, you and I have both taken the earliest bar trade possible after a night of drinking. So um, that'll oh, be a man. story we tell another day. What a night! Um, yeah, I'll I'll never forget that night. By the way, because that was the very first night we did a, uh, an escape room or escape oh. game. Oh and, um, no! Oh yeah, that was the same night. Same night. Same night. <laughs> oh my god! So the, it'll those two moments will forever be tagged oh, together man. in my mind. So I'll never forget any of those moments. Yeah, because you didn't eat, right? So- <laughs> We didn't. Yeah, no, neither of Chuck and I did not eat. No, we did not eat. That, that's part of the club we're part. Of. Oh, uh, we'll, we'll tell you. We'll tell you oh, that boy. story in a time. Um, but yeah, we'll uh, we'll we'll get some uh, personal time. We don't want to hmm. let you know too much about Stephen. Um, <laughs> um, but uh, hopefully, hopefully, um, one day you will. Okay, so I think that's good. Are are you uh, are you guys good with? The first three tracks of the uh, album, ready to yeah. take this uh, B side break. All right, cool. Yeah. So, thank you so much for listening. To the first part, stick around for part number two, um, where we'll talk about the last three tracks, and we'll even play a game brought to you by me. So, stick around. We'll be right back on the B side. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to the B-Side. As you already know, we like to play a game when we come back from break, and this week's game is brought to you by me. So, this is episode 24. We're going to play our, hopefully, 24th game, if we counted this correctly. I don't know the, the score right now, but all I know is that Alan Mark is winning by a lot. So, it's up to Steven to catch up. So, hopefully, in this game, Steven is able to win. All right. Uh, as you... As I prepare our game, uh, all you really need to have is just a little text box or a notepad or whatever just to write some answers down. All, Both of you are going to be answering the same questions. So, here we go. Episode number 24 game brought to you by Chuck. What is the title of the game, you ask? Well, <laughs> if we take example from the album cover... The title of this game is Guess Who? I will show you an outfit a member from ITZY is wearing in one of their music videos. You will have to guess who is wearing that outfit. This is the perfect Chuck game. Yep, exactly. Here we go. 
Um, I think that's it. There's no, there's no other explanation. Oh. I will tell you. I will list all five <laughs> members. It's the same order for all five members, and I will even do you a solid and tell you which music video it's from. Oh, you will not see okay. the head. You'll maybe see some limbs. But it's mainly the uh, the the top that you'll see. Torso. Okay. There are eight questions. No tiebreaker. Okay. Hopefully, you guys get this right. <clears throat> are you ready? Are you both ready for this game? Yes, I am ready. Let's do Shoot. it. Here we go. Question number one. Guess who this is? Uh, for the listeners, one, it's Yeji. Two, Leah. Three, Ryujin. Four, I never knew how to pronounce this correctly. If uh, Mark, if you can pronounce Cherion? this for me. Cherion. Yes, thank you. And five, Yuna. So this is from the music video Wannabe. Let me know when you guys are good. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. Question number two, or outfit number two. Who is this from the music video Icy? Alamark's looking very confident. Steven, oh, no. not so much. <laughs> so uh, Alamark answers like pretty much immediately. So, oh boy, I gave you some clues with the. Uh, Little uh, braids, so hopefully that'll yeah. help. All right, let me know when you get Steven. I'm good. All right, cool. Move it on to outfit number three for the music video. Not shy. Who is this lovely lady? <laughs> All right. Give me a thumbs up if you guys are good. Perfect. Okay. Question number four. Yeah. Yeah. Outfit number four. Here we go. Who is wearing this outfit from the music video Wannabe? Oh. Okay. Okay. I'm good. That's good. Okay. Yeah. I will need a tiebreaker, I think. <laughs> if I start dancing, I that means I'm know. good. <laughs> okay. All right. Next outfit. Here we go. From the music video Dala Dala, who is wearing this? Okay. Okay. Next outfit. From the music video, I see who's wearing this outfit. Okay. Okay. And I think this is the final one. I'm not sure. I think this is seven. Yeah, this seven. Six. Okay. From the music video, Dala Dala. Also, who is wearing this outfit? Good. Okay. And you said this is the final one? I I lost count. I think All so. Right. All right. How many do you have? Yeah. I have eight. Oh, <laughs> so that was not the last one. <laughs> this is the last one, I believe. So from the music video, Not Shy, who is wearing this outfit? Okay. 
Okay. Okay. You guys are good? No. <laughs> oh, that's great. Take your time. Oh, Give me a thumbs up and you're so. good. Okay. I had one person came up a lot for me. <laughs> or like not a lot, but Okay. Okay. Yeah, but I'm, I'm good. All right. Okay, cool. I think that's that's it. So <laughs> go ahead and chat me your your answers. Okay, everyone, so I've tallied up all the answers that Stephen and Alan Mark have given me, and I will proudly say that there is a winner. And so we're going to go through the answers, and um, these guys are going to see who got what right. So this is how I'm going to do it. I am going to... Uncrop? Yeah, uncrop <laughs> um, by doing this. There that. Okay, here we go. Uncrop. All right. Outfit number one. Who is this, you ask? Well, it is Leah. Who got that right? Oh, Alamark no. got that right. Steven, I am so sorry you did <laughs> not get that correct. I believe, I forget who you put, but that's that. Not Leah. Not Leah. <laughs> So, off to a rough start for Steven. She had cool hopefully, pants in that music video. That's what I remember. Oh, hopefully, oh yeah. Hopefully, he can catch up. Okay, oh, outfit no. number two is Yeji. Okay. Correct answer for both of you. All right. I think uh, this one's pretty easy. Ta 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 ta. A favorite of ours, Fusion. That's outfit number three. Outfit number four, another easy one. Cherryong. I knew the setting for this one. Yeah, I knew I that know, that's what there. I was saying. Like she yeah. has all these like amazing like just standout moments mm -hmm. in these music videos. Okay, outfit number five is also Yeji. I ah. I tried to trick you all by doing multiple answers for the same uh, ladies. So. Oh, Unfortunately, no. Steven, you did not get that correct. Alan Mark did get that correct. Oh. So I think we are, um, I think it's pretty obvious to oh, Steven. No. Um, and it's pretty obvious who is going to be, oh, who right. we are sending I think, uh, yeah. to the uh, gauntlet when it comes to K pop music games. Okay, outfit number <laughs> six. Unfortunately, Steven, you also got wrong. Yeah, and Alan I realized Mark, you got this right. because I answered the same thing. I put Yeji also, even though you already showed her from IC. Yes. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, so, one of these is right. So this is Yuna, but this is the only Yuna I that I put in the game. So unfortunately, mm, Steven, you did not get that right. And I know I had to double... Outfit, I, that's a double to think like, oh, what, did she have blonde hair in that music video? Yeah. I totally forgot. <clears throat> All right. Outfit number seven belongs to Ryujin. Boom. Right over there. And outfit number eight, you both got right, belongs to 
Yeji again. So I put Yeji three times just because oh. I wanted to trick you all to thinking, one, to second guess yourself. Yeah. So there you go. Well, the only, the only way I remember that this one is Yeji because she had random like color highlights in her hair, like extensions. Good call. Good. Because good I don't, yeah, I yeah. do not remember this outfit at all. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she's the only one with blonde hair in this music music video, also. So that would have been a big. Deal. Oh yeah, I think that's yeah, that's. Um, nice. and also I think for um for this one too. You know, the only one blonde. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, oh, well sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, Stephen. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Alamar clearly has watched the music videos uh, endlessly. Uh, so. I did watch them recently. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> so uh, I will have to congratulate Alamar. Who got a perfect score? Wow. I'm so sorry, Steven. There was no, there was no uh, beating. That's why there was no tiebreaker. I guess I just knew. I knew somebody was going to get a perfect score. Congratulations! On <laughs> sorry, I shouldn't be saying that for myself. <laughs> no, 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 brag, brag. You're gonna be our, you're gonna no. be our, uh, our, uh, our leader when it comes to the games we play. Feel in the bad. <laughs> feel no, bad no, at your wedding don't. no it's, <laughs> it's good okay. it's good that we have a ringer so you are a ringer so be I'm proud not a of ringer that. if everyone knows I'm winning these games <laughs> that's true. <laughs> true yeah you're right we should send Steven we should send me <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> we'll do a lot of studying I'm, together I'm low yeah. yeah yeah please uh, we need a montage we need to film a uh a training montage of just <laughs> you're just flashing people's faces. Uh, who is that? Oh God, I don't know which <laughs> who's group, which group is this person from. Um, uh, I tap out. All right. Well, thanks guys for playing that fun, fun game that I came up with just today. If you could have, if you could believe that. But I, I when I thought of it, I was like, oh, how do I come up with these things? I'm so good at games. I'm I'm not good at playing them, but I'm very good at coming up with them. So. I should just be the ultimate like game master. I don't want to play these games anymore. I know I'll <laughs> lose. Except if it's a quick bite or quickie. I have a chance with those. Because those are random. Quick eat. Ish. Quick yeah. eat. <laughs> 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 yeah. Alright. Alright guys. Let's move on to the uh, final three tracks of this EP. Okay, so we talked about Kidding Me and we talked about how much we liked it and it was really great. And now we're moving on Side B and we're moving on to a song called Wild Wild West. So automatically, I am giving this song so much shade because the only Wild Wild West (laughs) I stand is by the Fresh Prince himself. So this song had a lot to live up to. And boy did this song sound exactly like that song by <laughs> Will Smith because because <laughs> I wanted a Will, I wanted a Will Smith remix after listening to this song it <laughs> I um I sorry um I I thought this was a better um if if sorry not sorry was trying to be like the country bluegrass I thought this was a better representation of um, I guess the time period or whatever the the style that they were trying to um, they were trying to bring um, to a song because um, it definitely starts off with your standard like um, like you know Latin like Mexican like standoff type 
or like you know salsa type because that's what i thought this song was going to be when i first heard that um that intro i thought it was going to be um all these other salsa songs that we've heard or you know tango whatever um but it kind of it kind of uh departed into like a into more of like um i don't want to say shakira um but you know kind of kind of like a female pop star type vibe and it kind of strayed away from this whole wild wild west thing um until the chorus came and i think that for me is probably my most favorite part about this um this song is that part where it goes like like that part um i don't know what, what part of the song that is but uh i don't i don't really have too many notes about this song because i i don't think i liked it i i would say that i can listen to it but i don't know um I have to remember. I'll, one of you guys talk. I gotta remember which song this is. This is is this the song that goes? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, God. I guess you know what you were hoping for a Will Will Smith remix. I was hoping for a continuation of the trend that I was so uh, <laughs> <laughs> was so what's the word pressure to recognize from two songs. Uh, so hoping for a little uh, little pedal steel <laughs> guitar on this, yeah. but there was no way they could fit that in on here. So uh, I'm not upset or disappointed. <laughs> Uh, but um, I, I am glad that they did use a couple of guitars. That guitar intro was nice. And then I think it, for me, it was like kind of surf guitar for the rest of it. Um, and I thought that was put to good use in, in the chorus and wherever it was in the song. Um, honestly, I didn't have too many notes either. Uh, in the one thing I kind of didn't like was in the pre chorus where it goes straight to claps like kind of faster claps and i thought maybe usually they would start with like slower and then the the usual build-up i thought that that would have sounded a little better but it's a very minor thing and then one thing about uh Ryujin's rap on this was just i feel like the the near rhyme to end it was <laughs> so noticeable and it, i don't usually like point out where English is weird, but I I think oftentimes there are ends to raps that don't rhyme or like really close that just bring me out of the song for a little bit. And that's what happened here. Um but I do like I think Regent is a is a good rapper and she she fits what they're trying to do on this song well. It was just the rhyme scheme or yeah. that they had. I, I will say the one thing I very much enjoyed about this song was the bridge. And I think it was just because it was a departure from the rest of the song. And so I don't know if I just really didn't want to hear that, the eeny, meeny, miny, mo uh, portion anymore. But I would have loved the bridge as a full song. Like that felt like, that felt like a way better song to me. And it was just, it was 
very quick and very uh, short lived. But man, I I was I found myself going like, oh, okay, I like this now. And then it went back to and I was just like, oh, okay, we're back to the wild wild west. Yeah, the wickedy wild wild west. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so. I had the same note about the bridge. I loved it too. I thought oh, there was some cool so uh, vocal layering going on in the background, yeah. but also another instance of Leah sounding really good too, which is really, uh, really wonderful to hear. I really enjoyed that. Um, yeah, I also don't have a lot of notes except for this one ma- big note that I have. So my first thought when I heard, when I heard this, and as I continue to hear this, is that it feels like. It's like a Disney Channel original movie type of song. <laughs> like I can <laughs> oh, imagine no. this in like a Cheetah Girls movie, especially the chorus. Like I can oh, imagine no. a whole bunch of like background dancers clapping to it while doing the choreography. So that's like that's just that might, that might be that the greatest has. insult we could ever give. To I don't want to say it's an insult because sometimes DCOM songs are great, but um, I, I mean I don't want to say but. It's just not what I want to listen to all the time, but I don't think it necessarily means that it's bad, but it's just like, I had to, it's like you have to be in a specific type of mood for it. And well, well, may I, will I always be in that mood? Probably not. Will I ever be in that mood? Who knows? (laughs) Maybe if we go to like, um, I don't know, um, like some sort of, a uh, bar with like a mechanical bull in it. Mm, yeah. That's probably when we'll we'll put that in that playlist. Yeah, um, when we're ready to go, then um, R.I.P. Saddle Rack, or unless that's still around. Is it still Bay around? Area. I'm not oh, sure. I uh, I guess what I was really trying to say is that this song is very campy. I think that's mm. the best way to describe it. Actually, it's a very campy song, and I like know what campiness. Oh, would would you like, say it would go really well with the the movie Camp Rock? No. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> right. uh, yeah. No, I you don't, yeah. see, you don't <laughs> see the uh, Jonas Brothers singing this song? <laughs> you know what? Maybe. As a B-side to the year 3000. Red dress! Oh, yeah. That was during that phase of uh, Jonas Brothers. <laughs> okay. No, no. I, I, I could camp. Nice. I, Thank you. <laughs> nice with the camp rock reference. I enjoyed that. I was I was tying in camp P and decom, decom together. Yeah. Uh, just for our listeners out there, I don't know what uh, decom moves are. Uh, I don't have anything else to say about no, this that's song. It. That's, <laughs> that's all I really want to say. All right, let me see. Uh, uh, okay, track number five. Um, probably the most apt song to follow um, a song titled Wild Wild West shoot exclamation mark um, I I really really enjoyed Kidding Me that was probably my second favorite track but I don't know I, maybe it's because I've been watching a lot of TikToks um, trying to like figure out how TikTok works for our uh, How You Can Eat account if you want to follow that you can we're at Mm-hmm. How you can eat on t- TikTok, um, but I, I guess I'm in a very SoundCloud slash Mumblebeat mood right now because for me, I actually enjoyed "Shoot" the most because it sounded like a beat that would be made for like um, a Lil Yachty or um, 
who else? Um, Two Chains, or you know that 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 crowd where it's just it's such an obscure sounding beat, but then it's sometimes it somehow works, especially when the beat hits. And I just love the flutes in this song, and it was just so fun. It just reminded me of like a really like playful um, like banger of a song, and um, yeah, it it definitely. It definitely gave me a couple like stank face moments, and I did really appreciate. Since I mentioned SoundCloud and mumble rap, I did appreciate. I I thought it was, it it was fun how overt it was because usually it's like, it's sprinkled every now and then. But in this song, it was very clear how much auto tune they were using mm-hmm. for a lot of these uh, lyrics. And for me, I thought I thought that kind of fit and yes you could say like this is a this can feel like you know manufactured like it's a very trendy type of sound and everything like that but uh, for me i don't really hear this that often in k-pop so it was just very nice to hear it and um yeah i i would say this is a favorite of mine i don't know yet if it's because i re-listened to um kidding me and like man that one was good too so um that's what i gotta say alan mark what are your thoughts on shoot? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I, in the Purple Kiss episode, I incorrectly said that Skip Skip reminded me of BTS's <laughs> Airplane, I think. Um, that song actually reminds me of BTS's Go Go because this song reminds me of BTS's oh, Airplane oh. Part mm, 2 okay. um, because of that Spanish sort of feel to it. And um, But I love how this song grooves. Like, yeah, I think I'm reflecting a lot of what Chuck's thoughts were too. Like, this feels like a more of a departure for Itzy sound-wise. Maybe that's why it sounds so different and works here because um, we hear a lot of like more upbeat, fun stuff from from them, or the more um, like hella attitude, tough stuff too. This is the first like groovy song that they've that at least I can recall hearing from them. So um, yeah, I thought um, the song's not very dynamic, but I like that it's not very dynamic. Um, but yeah, it's just a cool as hell song. The auto tune super works, um, and yeah, I like the second verse. The they add in that bass synth, which I think yeah. helps add a really nice depth to it, um, so that it's not just like a a one note type of song. It's like there's some substance there. Um, yeah, there's so, so many different things going on. That's arrangement, but I also like that it's short. It's such a short song, um, but it works and. Uh, ending on that piano outro too was really cool. Oh yes, yeah. I wanted to touch yeah. upon that later. Um Stephen, why, why like, don't you uh, lead us into kind of the, the, the but that piano the instruments and everything like that. Was like a vintage they like made it like vintagey sound. Yeah. That was I, that was really cool. Um and then they there was also like a random electric guitar lick at the end too. I they they threw in it was that sounded cool too. Um but I, I really like this one too. The song that this reminded me of was Taeyeon's song "To the Moon" from her latest mm-hmm. mini album. A lot of similar rhythms and like the beat, they're kind of similar. Uh, but Taeyeon's is more like, I guess, polished in terms of the sound. It's like very clean, kind of SM, uh, uh, <laughs> like that. That that sound. This I like this. T- because of the um, this more laid back feel, and there were times when the the vocals were the delivery was kind of like lilting a little bit, and 
I thought that sounded really nice. Um, yeah, and I was also, I liked how long it was. I was wondering if I wanted more of it, but it seems like it's a good length for what it is. It, it, and it's just a fun, enjoyable song to listen to. Um, yeah, but that, nice. that's about it. Really nice. love that synth bass that Elmark mentioned. Nice. Cool. Oh, wait. Oh, Oh, I oh. For, I had forgot to mention. Uh, oh man, this is actually I wrote it down next to shoot, but it's the song. A song that kidding me reminded me of was uh, uh, a debut from last year. The group Bling Bling, their debut song called GGB. There's a line in kidding me. I don't know why I wrote it next to shoot. But <laughs> I feel like I wanted to. I wanted to mention that, but uh, I guess. Both new and old. I don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, uh, I like Shoot a lot. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I would probably say this is my second favorite after Kidding Me. But those yeah. two are close. Yeah. I agree. I, I agree. We Man, did I it, guys. I thought this was going to be one of the albums we would disagree on, but I, we're actually pretty much on the same page. We're pretty much yeah. aligned. Yeah. <laughs> and then Steven's like, I actually really love tennis. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, speaking of tennis, that is the final track of the album, and this is definitely a departure from the um, the big sound anthem endemic sounds. It's a uh, more stripped down, just a nice acoustic uh, guitar, and uh, you know a couple more instruments kind of playing, kind of like they're a little more rocker, like pop rock type song. And I did, I okay, so. I, I'll flat out say I did not like this song. Um, only because it reminded me too much of like the late 2000s, early 2010s type music. And um, I don't know. It just didn't... It felt like a dated type. I mean, I'm not sure what this song is saying. So I don't know if it's catering to uh, um, a certain... Like, like the, it's catering to the fandom or catering to just like a certain um fan group of like the kind of feelings that they want but i i felt like this was the chill song that they ne- needed to have in this ep so that it kind of kind of breaks up the mood of the entire album but i would have loved if she just ended with like um kind of like the a stadium track this this didn't seem like because i think they did release uh, remind me again what the name of Itzy's fans are. Mitzi. Mitzi. Mi- Mitzi. Thank you. Um, they did release a track for them, I believe, in March, right? Something like that. that was, I, I don't recall, but yeah, um, Trust yeah. Me. So yeah, so I think they they already released that track, but I I was expecting this track to be that track, and it it kind of wasn't. It felt like a. I don't know. It just felt like a song that that wasn't really made for Itzy, but then they just used it for Itzy because for me, I was getting... There were some parts that sounded like Kelly Clarkson's Since You've Been Gone, um, especially in the pre-chorus. I don't know if you guys remember that. It's not exactly the the notes, but then there's the part where it's like um, in in Kelly Clarkson's right before the uh, chorus where she's like, then there's that part in tennis um right about um 
I'll find it. But yeah, that I I wasn't really a big fan of the song. Um, what about you, Alan Mark? How did you feel about tennis? Uh, so I thought so. My first uh, initial reaction, the part that stuck out to me the most was in the pre-chorus when it sort of does that slide note. For some reason, that transition into the chorus reminded me. This song felt like a less, like a much less risky version of Why 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 Why's Rendezvous 1826Y. <laughs> I don't know okay. why that was what first came to mind, but um, but yeah, but I actually I actually like this song quite a bit. Oh, nice. uh, it's very okay. pleasant. It sounds very nice. Um, it's like not. I mean, there's not much to it in my opinion, but um, I just like I think the the mood or the vibe. Um, it sort of related to me the last track on Not Shy, Be In Love, sort of like being the sort of ending on more of a mellower pace. And that was actually my favorite song on that uh, mini album. Mm. Um, so I kind of like them ending like after all this energy, just like sort of having a cool down song. Um, I mean, there's still like some aspects of the song that I also really like. The instrumental dropout besides the percussion and the bass for the chorus, I thought, I actually thought it was really nice, like a an opposite drop kind of thing. Um, but I also thought this was one of Etsy's better, if not so far, like best vocal performances amongst with all five together, all five of the members totalized. Because um, I think Ryujin also gets like um, vocal lines as well, not rap lines. So um, yeah, I thought they, and here she doesn't sound like she's not struggling as much, but like it's much more in a comfortable range for her here than it was in Be In Love. So, um, yeah, I thought this was a really good vocal performance for all five of them. Um, so I think cool. that's a big reason why I do like this song. Yeah, uh, I had the same thoughts. Uh, this was like, it was almost a, a favorite by default because of how much they were singing for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, But I don't I don't think I would say it's my favorite on, on the mm-hmm. album. Um, yeah, yeah, and I... I think I really like the way Leah sounded throughout this, but I think everyone did sound good too. Um, especially on the second verse. There's something about all of them there that sounded really good. Um, I was hoping that they would say something about the, the title. Like, mm. were they going to say it's like, love, love? But yeah. I, they, didn't, I didn't, they didn't actually say anything, but I am assuming that's... Again, it's in, like the way they use Mafia as some kind of a device for a, a relationship. Um, I think I I think I would have liked to have heard some more build up or something, or at the end, some like I don't know, a maybe bigger sound at the end um, because the rest is so like uh, like smooth that. It, I would have enjoyed it a little more if it was more, more of the buildup. Um, but yeah, I, I still still like this one a lot. Nice. Do you guys know what the the zero zero thing is um, to the side of the t- track title? Like, do you know what that means? I have no idea what that, that means. That's what I thought. They were. I thought it was. It meant love, love. Like. Oh, that's what you're saying. Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. Um, I'm assuming that's what it is. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah, what's that um, from? What sport? <laughs> Squatch. Squatch. <laughs> from shoots and ladders. 
Um, <laughs> oh wait, but by the way, I just looked up. I was trying. I wanted to see who wrote uh, Rendezvous eighteen point six Y to see if it was the same because uh, on the song Coach and Send, uh, oh, yeah. Coach and Sendo wrote Tennis, yeah, but it, it's yeah. a it's a mono it's a mono tree track. Uh, uh, okay, why am I one? Yeah, I think yeah, I think it would have been cool though for this song to take a bit more risks uh, songwriting mm-hmm. wise, but also it's it's fine as it is. It's mm-hmm. yeah, nice. All right, cool. Um, well, that's the whole album. We talked about everything. Yay! We did it, guys. We did. <laughs> it's <laughs> yay! <laughs> and we're under uh, two hours. It's because the uh-huh. game was really quick. <laughs> I nice. just just uh, blew us through. Well, you're uh, welcome. I think it's you're only... welcome, everyone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're welcome, Holler. All, all two of our fans. You're welcome, Mom. All right, so. Um, looks like our fund's closing, so uh, let's do one last call. Um, does anybody want to say anything about Itzy or this album as a whole? I'll I'll throw it to anybody who wants to do it. If you have any final thoughts, yeah, I, I don't think... really have any final thoughts. So, uh, <laughs> Alamark, <laughs> yeah, if you have any, that'd be great. Yeah, I don't have a lot as well. Like overall as an album, this is one of those that I actually feel like the B-sides greatly outshine the lead single actually. Um I mean, That's I've always saying, been yeah. I've always been more of like a album cut kind of person anyway, but mm-hmm. um with K-pop it's like, you know, usually the the biggest song is the lead single, but this one I feel like I I feel like the uh the B-sides were really the stars in this one. Uh I think one thing that I've mentioned in multiple songs, I love how Leah has sounds in this album. I think this is maybe the best that she's uh, performed so far uh, with her time uh, in Itzy. So I'm really excited. It sounds like they're really um, developing her voice more, finding where her pocket really, like where, where she really, her pocket is vocally. And <laughs> hello, and they, uh, they agree with you. That's yeah, fine. yeah, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> they're big mincies out there. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, yeah, and it does make me a bit excited, even though, like, I did say this is like concept wise, I'm like, oh, I love how, like, I love their more fresher concepts instead of like the more expected, but um, yeah, I think it still makes me excited to hear what they're, what they're going to do in the future. Um, they're a, a big monster rookie group, and they keep mm-hmm. continuing to uh, bring really quality releases. So, uh, yeah, I'm you know still really excited to see what's what's to come. Do you think um, Itzy would be as big as they were if it wasn't for Reusion's shoulder dance? <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I'm just saying it's mm-hmm. so like. They they didn't need the shoulder dance, but man, they probably solidified yeah. themselves in K-pop history with iconic dance moves. I want to see more of that, you know. Like I, 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 we don't really touch upon that so much in the the discussion of music, but like I don't know, it'd be fun to kind of do a special going through uh, iconic dance moves of uh, past songs, and maybe we can rank who has the best, uh, which which moves are the best. Anyway, Ooh. that's just me thinking out loud wow. and, uh, while we record a podcast. Steven, do you have anything uh, you would like I to say? I was just wondering. I'm wondering, do you guys have a bias in Itzy? Uh, it's it's a reunion for me. I think oh, from the okay. beginning, it's been reunion. Uh, 
let me let me get back to you. Uh, why, why don't you? Did you have? I I don't know. It was me too. Ryujin and like Yeji uh, between those, but I feel like this could be a group of like five bias records, <laughs> like mm. because they're all they all have a lot. I mean, they're all so talented, and like I I was watching their the the series they had like code name or something it was like this they play this game like in an escape room and they're all just so fun and they have a great dynamic uh it's hard to pick one one person so yeah i don't know it might be it might be leah i i love her voice too so it's hard i think i'm if i had to give an answer right now if i had finger guns to my head and somebody, and I mafia was in the guns. Wild Wild West. Mafia guns. Sorry, mafia guns? Ma- if I had finger mafia guns to my head, I would probably choose Yeji. But I think I'm also in the Ryujin camp as well. If I if I was being really honest. But. <laughs> I, it was probably the pink hair and icy for me. Uh, I, mm. it, like it's, it's hard not to choose someone when they get pink hair for me. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, I do not have anything else to add yeah. to your uh, wonderful, wonderful words, but I will also say that I am a big fan of Itzy, and I am was a big fan of this album. Um, and yeah, it's great to hear a comeback from Itzy. Okay, thank you, every <laughs> thank you, everyone, for choosing to dine with us. We really hope you enjoyed your meal, and we hope to see you next time. Please make sure to check out our other episodes and leave us a good tip on your favorite podcast platforms. You can also follow us on all of the socials at How You Can Eat. We are on Twitter, we are on Instagram, and we are blowing up TikTok as much as we can. We got some fun videos for there or for you to check out already. But if you really if you want the better videos, you know who to go to. Go to Alan Mark's TikTok if you want want to see him tied up. And you can even email (laughs) Stephen at howyoucaneat at gmail.com. Send him anything you'd like for him to read. He loves feedback. He loves just, you know, good words. If you want to just say hello, do that. He'll he'll read it. All right. I think uh, think we're good, guys. I think think, uh, we had a solid episode there. Um, so for Alan, Mark, Stephen, and I, it has been our pleasure being your leaders. So long, stay safe, and we'll see you next feast. See you. Bye, everyone. Itty mini mini me, itty mini 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 mo. I honestly thought you were gonna do um, ding 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 ding. Yeah, yeah. You had so many, so many uh, things to pull from. <laughs> <laughs>